There's so many great things happening in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's like in the Book of Esther. God has placed each of us in this local church for a time like this. We're just all people, people of God. You know, we're all human. We're all fallen. We're all sinners. I think we put on Christ, we put on love. Put on Christ with us as we learn to witness in new ways, find inspiration in those around us, and look for guidance from the Holy Spirit, our Holy Mother Church, and the shepherds of our local church. Because we're all on a journey. Continue this journey with us now with another episode of Practicing Catholic. Arise, beloved, come. Love, it captivates me. Love, That's Twin Cities Catholic musician and worship leader Alex Schindler, who's just returned from traveling in Spain and France. Alex joins us here on Practicing Catholic to talk about her travels and the importance of worship music, whether in the parish or at home or in the car. Alex, great to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. Good to be here, Patrick. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Spain and France. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'm just tell uh, us a little bit about your travels here and what you were doing. Yeah. So um, August 15th, I left with a friend and we walked the Camino de Santiago. Um, so over 500 miles across Spain, um, started in France and landed in Santiago de Compostela. Um to visit the tomb of St. James the Greater, the apostle. And then um, while I was in France, we were visiting some religious sites in southeastern France. So a couple of Marian apparition sites, ours where St. John Vianney is from. And then yeah. um, Annecy, which is the home of St. Francis de Sales and Jane Francis de Chantel. So Wow. It, was, it was quite the adventurous fall for me. <laughs> Amazing. That's so good. Now, I have to ask, did you bring your guitar with you on these travels? I did not. But in Spain, wow. found guitars yeah. along the way. And I uh, found a guitar actually in France, too. So <laughs> <laughs> That's leave... the wonderful thing about guitars. Is yes. that they're pretty popular <laughs> instruments, right? Yes. So you can often find one. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous, and but congratulations <laughs> on, on doing the, uh, on doing the Camino. I think that's amazing, and uh, hopefully, I mean, I'd like to do it sometime. But it, I'm getting older with each successive year. So. Oh, you're not too mm. old yet, so. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'll take your word for it. Right. Well, speaking of journeys, let's talk about your own faith journey and specifically the role of music in your. Because I know that you know, I've, I've heard you, I've uh, watched you in, in helping other leading them into worship and adoration through your, the usage of your music. But how has music played a role in your own faith journey, Alex? Yeah, um, I think I really realized the importance of music in my own life when we were in the pandemic, actually, because I wasn't doing music every other day and um, like working with parishes to lead worship. And that was um, one of those moments where I was like, oh, that is like who I am is um, imprinted in that desire to worship and just give praise to the Lord through song. Um, and I realized that when I was in college, when I first um, kind of came into <laughs> figuring out that I could sing, actually. Mm, yeah, right. I had always been uh, an instrumentalist. So I played saxophone growing up and 
when I got into college, I had kind of put it all aside because my whole life was music when I was in high school. And I was just like, I need a break. And then it was very, very quickly I realized I need music in my life. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. So I assume you would describe it as very life giving to you that music played that kind of fundamental role of helping you enter in more deeply with. The oh, world. yeah. Yeah. Very much life giving. Um, it was kind of as I was discerning a number of things in, in life and figuring out like, OK, Lord, who did you create me to be in this world? Um, it became very evident to me that music was one of the the gifts or charisms that the Lord gave me um, and that it's it's really a fundamental part of who I am and how I connect with him actually is is through music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how did you end up, I don't know if I even know this story, how did you end up as a worship leader and a liturgical musician? That is a zigzaggy path. Okay. So when I was in college, I worked for a Catholic youth camp down in Kentucky, where I'm from, um, in just outside of Bowling Green, Kentucky, called Gasper River Catholic Youth Camp. And it was there that I really stepped into worship leading. But it was when I was at college, one of my friends was um, going to lead a mass acapella by themselves. And I, I told her, I was like, well, I can stand up there. I don't know that I can sing, but I can stand up there, which is comical because I make my living singing now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I was very uncomfortable with my own voice at that point in my life. And through my friends persistently shoving me into a microphone as I would stand up there with them, began to see a little bit more of like, oh, I, there's something here if they're telling me to keep doing this. Yeah. That was the beginning. And then when I graduated from college, I had a year doing um, environmental ed, which is what I have my degree in biology and chemistry. But uh, it was when I was a missionary with St. Paul's Outreach, which is campus ministry that uh, when I signed on as a missionary, I could have gotten sent anywhere in the country and they sent me here to the Twin Cities. Okay. Uh, so that was, that was the beginning of my life here in Minnesota. And that was also the beginning of really coming into my own as a worship leader and what it means to use music mm -hmm. to pray. Mm. Yeah. Well, and it, it's, I mean, everybody has their own story, right? But I think it's significant that the Holy Spirit has not only gifted you in this way, but has also continued to use you in many ways, work in and through you to help others enter into worship as well. And I'm just curious, Alex, so when you're doing that, when you're in a position where you're helping others to enter into the presence of God through music, does it become, I mean, is it still worship for you? Or is it, uh, does it feel more like a job or more like a task that's before you? It's a little bit of both sometimes, depending on how tired I am, if I'm being sure, honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is, like I was saying, the the pandemic really opened my eyes to like, I'm, I'm not just a worship leader for other people, but like, this is part of who you made me, Lord. And when that was gone, I really felt that absence of... Like I'm missing the thing that allows me to connect the most with you in a way that also brings other people into that encounter and relationship with you. And 
that was eye-opening for me yeah. and I, I find a lot of a lot of peace, a lot of joy. I'm still able to connect with God in a very deep personal way when I'm leading worship for others because it's it's almost that I'm inviting someone else into that intimate place that I have with him and yeah. bringing them in into that space, which is really awesome and also very vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine so. I like that you use that word. We're speaking with Alex Schindler, Twin Cities musician, worship leader, uh, and recent pilgrim on uh, on the Camino as well. And we're talking about the role of music and, and really to expand it a little bit more, Alex. Now, you have said already many times during the interview how essential that music is as a gift to you. But what about those who may be a little less musically inclined? Maybe they don't find themselves <laughs> singing a lot and uh, maybe they're a little embarrassed to sing out loud at mass and things like that. So um, what is the role of music just in general, would you say, in terms of our relationship with God, especially if we're not kind of given to music as you are yeah I think music has a way to speak to each human person and their soul their whole their whole being in a way that oftentimes words can't um, mm. there's a there's a language that music gives us that's universal or it doesn't matter if I'm here if I'm in a foreign country if I'm in the sky and underwater like music, touches people in the same way and it, it brings us into something bigger than ourselves mm. um, even just if you're listening I have times where I'm just listening to music and it just it takes you to a whole different place <laughs> and I, I think many people can say that they've had that experience of you get transported to somewhere else through music and yeah in particular, it's a beautiful way to be transported into the heavenly realm, I would say. Whether right. you're actively participating through singing or just listening, there's something that music has the ability to, to take us to places we could never get to on our own. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I think that's great. And one of the things that I have been increasingly impressed by that's really made an impression on my own way of thinking my own soul and i i love music but i'm not necessarily uh an outstanding musician myself um whether that's just you know diddling around on the piano uh at times when when the house is empty or if i'm singing in the shower or something like that right i <laughs> i enjoy music but um i guess the thing that's made the impression on me is that we see that music is a gift that's given to us now, but is something we're going to enjoy for all eternity. And there must be mm -hmm. some sense of anticipation for you and hopefully for all of us in that, that we will actually be singing the praises of God for all eternity, please God, in the heavenly realms, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I There's definitely some anticipation of, of that reality that, uh, like, I mean, the heavenly, heavenly realm, when you're in the glory of God, you kind of just want to sit there yeah. from what conversations I've had with people. But um, that, that what does the, what do the angels sound like? What does what does that 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 space of just pure praise and glory? What is that? Right. And 
I, I feel like I get a glimpse and a taste of that every time that I'm leading worship, particularly for holy hours, which I do a number of throughout the month. Um, but it's okay. The, the glory of the Lord is right before us. And here we are giving praise with the angels singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty right, right. <laughs> along with them. Uh, it, it's just, it's out of this world. <laughs> it is. Well, yeah. And thanks be to God, he shared it with us in this world so we can have this transcendent experience through that. And, it, you know, I'm just thinking, you mentioned the holy, holy, holy. I'm I'm also thinking of the, the shepherds who get to partake in the angelic choir singing glory to God in the highest, right, at the time of Christmas. <laughs> right. And I, man, what a fantastic concert that must have been. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Well, let's uh, let's focus back in on you and your music. Give us what we've we've heard, of course, just a touch of your music. And um, is playing for holy hours? Is that what you're mostly doing, or what else? What other kind of things are you doing, Alex? Yeah. So I have recently just transitioned to essentially full time working for myself as a musician. Um, in the local area at the moment, but hopefully beyond the local area um, in the near future. So I do um, masses, special liturgies, uh, work with, I have a school uh, school choir that I co-direct down in South nice. Minneapolis with a, a group of second graders through fifth graders. Um, wow. which is a, a riot every week. <laughs> uh -huh. And then Holy Hours, working with various parishes and, and organizations for their needs and particular events that they're hosting. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then okay. I'm really trying to also take this opportunity as I've transitioned into working for myself to to put a little bit more time and effort into my own songwriting and uh -huh. just the, the fruits of my own prayer in, in music where, so the, the song that uh, folks heard at the opening uh, is one that came out of my own prayer life. Um, and is just that it, uh, it really is this like, all right, let's pull back the curtain on, on my interior life in the hopes that it brings others to the Lord. Wow. It's it's amazing. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like you said, it's a vulnerable space, and I, I thank you for sharing that. And you know, as we're well, believe it or not, we're almost out of time. But I <laughs> I do want to make sure that people know how they can hear more of your music, how they can get in touch with you for perhaps a booking, um, or to learn more about what you're doing. How can people stay in touch with you, Alex? Yeah. So um, my website is probably the the easiest way. It's got links okay. to all of the socials and stuff like that. Um, but that is alexschindlermusic.com. So okay. um, that's probably the best way that has ways for people to book, ways for people to hear my music. And then uh, I'm working this, this the end of 2023 to get some a uh, little bit more professional recordings done to put on Spotify and some of the streaming platforms. And yeah. uh, same thing, just search Alex Schindler and you'll find me there. So. Wow. <laughs> Well, Alex, it's been a great conversation with you, and I'm, I'm 
I'm eagerly watching how the Lord continues to use you and your your musical gifts and talents, uh, and the, hopefully that will continue to bring people into the Lord's presence. But thank you for the time that you've given us today here on Practicing Catholic. Thanks for being with us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> to stay connected with Alex and explore booking her for an upcoming event, visit her website, alexschindlermusic.com. Thank you for listening. Follow us on social media at Practicing Catholic Show to see what's coming up next. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to be the first to know when the next episode of Practicing Catholic is released.